0: Just remember, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help each other. It's Megan from A Special Place in Hell. Just a quick note about this episode. As you know, we try to be timely in our discussions around here, but sometimes we also get so busy making new episodes that we release things in a slightly different order than we recorded them. That is true of this episode, which we recorded a couple of weeks ago. So you're gonna hear some references to the holidays and some holiday related cultural disputes. Uh, You can totally handle it, but we didn't want you to think you were losing your mind if you hear us talk about Christmas. The conversation is uh, as fresh as ever, like fruitcake. So enjoy. In the culture war, there are no winners. Just podcasters. Only a few are willing to risk their lives in the face of some of the dumbest ideas to have ever captured human civilization. Every week, we, Megan, Dom, and Sarah Hayder, humbly accept this mission to bring you conversations that are equal parts stunning, brave, and tapped out. Hi, Sarah. Do you appreciate tap dancing? No, I do not. Ah, uh, you should. I do not. Okay. Well, you're uh you're in the ma- you're in the majority. Apparently, uh the 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 people have spoken, and tap dancing is uh is not acceptable. Um. Okay. There's a lot to discuss. First of all, hi. It's uh it's it's basically Christmas week. It's Christ- almost Christmas week. Yeah. Almost Christmas week. Yeah. Christmas is on a Monday this year, so. Um yeah so we're we're going to talk about a number of things uh including uh Michelle Goldberg's column uh December 15th column about all the progressives becoming uh right-wing fascists mm-hmm. which uh is something that we're familiar with yeah. personally yeah so, um but but before we get to that uh, I want to talk about this uh th- this this macroaggression that's come out of the White House Um, So every year the White House releases like a Christmas video or um, some kind of, you know, Christmas message, uh, uh, you know, just from from our family to yours sort of thing. (laughs) And uh, Dr. Jill Biden, the first lady, uh, I guess, commissioned this tap dancing troupe called the. called the uh, Michelle Durrance is the, is the proprietor of this tap dancing troupe. It's a dance company. I think they're based in, I don't know, they're based in New York, I think. Um, And I, I really liked this number. It was a, it was a tap number to the Duke Ellington arrangement of the the Nutcracker suite. I thought it was very exuberant. I thought the tap dancers were extremely talented. And um, everybody just lost their shit yeah. because <laughs> as it happens, the dance company's website has some anti-racism uh, messaging. Uh-oh. So that will ruin any performance. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, I, I think conservatives complain a lot about how everything is being politicized, but then something like this shows up and they're politicizing it for no reason. You know, it's just a silly dance that happens to happen at the, the white house i don't think it has a deeper message can't what's the deeper message you know
0: (laughs) um that uh, i think i think the problem was the i think they thought that this was some kind of like covert signaling Mm. like Mm. um like because there's a black woman and there's there's what
1: genderqueer people that's what it is like that's
0: right well i mean it was a very um I mean it had sort of like different elements it had a kind of like eyes wide shut kind of um it had it had a little bit of a cirque du soleil vibe mm-hmm. but um it had a kind of uh it, it it was it was festive but it also had this kind of trippy weird, like, trippy kind tri- of yeah. trippy kind of magical mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. and um yeah pe- people just went crazy so what what drove me bananas about this was that they seemed to be there was absolutely no appreciation for the the artistry like nobody cared that these dancers were talented they couldn't seem to tell that they were talented Mm -hmm. like people were saying oh this is no different than some like high school dance team or marching band performance um and it really like sent me into uh, like an almost existential spiral of despair because i kind of realized that all of these people that sort of are in our space and are you know talking about wokeness or the culture wars or the meeting crisis and all of this they have absolutely no interest in art or any sort of cultural context mm. for anything mm. yeah um, well okay it's so, so can
1: i say as someone who hates art i don't hate art i don't hate art don't hate speak art. speak,
0: yes, speak you, really you're going to uh, represent
1: <laughs> that crowd okay it's not art that i do i don't like Dance and theater in this way, like this kind of performance, is like, really not my wheelhouse. I don't enjoy it. I find it cringy, weird. um I don't know, but theater's always been like this. This is not new, you know. Like this kind of dancy, theatery thing. There, there's cringy, weird elements incorporated in it. That's part of the. That's part of what why people what people like about it. It's always been around. Cats is a thing. Has been a thing. Oh, this is so much better than Cats. But okay, okay, fine. But, I okay. Mean, Cats the musical or Cats the movie. <laughs> because both are Sarah, bad
0: right cats the musical or cats the movie okay, what's i i didn't even the movie. there's a movie and it's awful ta- i am sure it is did you watch it you didn't watch it no why not I, I mean the cats the musical is also to andrew lloyd Webber is just schlock a schlockster i mean what about cats the, the you, t.s Eliot poem you should are, read are you, you should watch about cats that?
1: the movie to see what true cringe looks like because everything about it is awful everything and there's a i mean but there's talent right like there's a bunch of talented actors the dancing is, is amazing there's you know there's a jennifer hudson scene that i can't forget where she's just crying and you know it's a lot of emotion it's just all this snot coming out and that's, oh, that's how you know that that it's like super <laughs> and you know what it really, really disturbed me. I just kind of I that that was like maybe the worst thing. Actual scene snot. Of, she said it was real. Like it, that doesn't make any sense because cats don't have snot. Well, this cat had a ton of snot. Um I mean and it I was goop, it maybe. was just like streaming out. And the whole time I I'm, I'm just thinking like please just somebody just get she, get, she could a, just, get a tissue. Even if she were to wipe with her arm like, you know, with, a, her sleeve. with a, like a kid does like that would be... I mean, she doesn't have any sleeves, Megan. She's she a cat. Started, she
0: should have started She's licking a cat. herself.
1: A, yeah, I mean, she could she could have done anything to get rid of it, but she... Yeah, She, she cat would allow
0: that kind of thing.
1: And I had this, like, I remember watching Sam, I was like, this is disgusting. And I have the same feeling that I had, like, I think it was in Les Mis, right? Where there's a, also a crying
0: scene. Well, that's the same Andrew Lloyd Webber. It, well, this it's is, also the same director. Stuff. It's the same director. Yeah.
1: It's the same director. He likes snot. or he Or he condones it or something because there's there two snotty scenes are now burned in my memory and they're both from his (laughs) from his movies
0: um but anyway i hate art all right let's get back let's get back to this to this white house video so you did not like it we should say i I mean i I think i think every like everybody has seen it at this point uh it's not for me it's not for me and i didn't i didn't
1: feel as if it was like especially weird or strange or, you know, we're stepping into some new era of cringy, slightly wokey dance when it's always kind of been like, you know, it's always been like this and, and yeah, they're talented. Sure. If you, if you enjoy that dance, you might think that they're talented. But you I, enjoy Okay.
0: It. Well, I mean, they were clearly like, you know, you can tell a sort of half-assed um, amateurish performance versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, real professionals mm-hmm. and they, they were clearly gifted. Yeah. Uh, highly trained dancers. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to read a little bit from the, the New York Post uh, report oh, okay. on this. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Manhattan-based dance company featured in the White House's annual Christmas video endorses discredited anti-racism activists and the quote anti-racism activists and radical left-wing causes, including prison abolition and defunding law enforcement. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. While the tap routine appeared apolitical, the dance troupe's website is anything but promoting far left policies that are even out of step. <laughs> it's good. With the Biden administration. Um, I, this is a quote from the company's founder, Michelle Durance. I am a white tap dancer with black cultural ancestors in a society that privileges white people and whiteness. Um, so, and this is what she writes on the, on a note on the website called why anti-racism is why anti-racism work is important to me. I am easy for white audiences wanting to access and experience elements of black culture to swallow, (sighs) That didn't, that's not free. My whiteness is the reason you may have heard of me before my two inspirations. And then she represents references the uh, two contemporary black tap dancers um i i'm not gonna pronounce this right don't try (laughs) my microaggression anyway she references two black dancers okay um i i wasn't aware that uh that black tap dancers had been marginalized i mean gregory hines is one of the most famous yeah tap dancers of all time tap dancing with with
1: black people actually like yeah
0: (laughs) maybe because Um, i mean Savion glover bill robinson is probably the You know, original, most famous tap dancer. So, this is my theory here. So, I, Michelle Durant, she's 44 years old. She's a white woman. She's really talented. She started this company. I, this, this is reading to me like one of these hostage statements. Mm. She, she's just, she wants to keep her uh, company going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's all. She's just, she wants, she doesn't, she's trying to avoid being canceled. It's really sad because this isn't, this is like a beautiful, artistic ensemble as far as i can see and uh she's just had she just feels obliged to put this messaging all over the place and they've also like incorporated anti-racism into their whole like aesthetic a- as a kind of um brand i mean they're using it as a branding mm-hmm. and if you go on their instagram it's like a- everything is sort of around this and i mean there's just really no reason for it this is a a mixed race group. <laughs> I mean, this is like the this dance troupe just in and of itself to me is anti-racist. Like this is what we just used to call like 20 years ago, artists coming together. Mm-hmm. Like jazz. Like that's what that was about. Mm-hmm. Like you would just had people playing together and it transcended race and identity categories. Yeah. And I, I just I feel bad for this this woman. Mm-hmm. Um because mm-hmm. she happens to be white, and this is her company, yeah, so that's,
1: that's her first mistake. She should have like a like pull in a a a black woman as a business founder, and like then Regina Jackson, and then you can say you're
0: black owned, and get all look. Saira Rao is is you know the getting uh you know getting in more trouble lately. So her her, her sidekick Regina Jackson probably will be looking for a job. There's Regina um, Jackson <laughs> should go and be the Michelle Dorrance's business partner. You're right. She could be your business partner, Sarah. For the unspeakable. You're trying to put yourself out of a job. I, well, no. <laughs> oh, for, for the oh for my for, other business for, for your yeah. for
1: for yeah for the for the meetings mm-hmm. that you're having. I think mm-hmm. that you could say you're black owned. Mm-hmm. I read like there was um. Who's that other Kardashian the big one? The the biggest Kardashian. Least attractive but the now most kind famous of famous one? No. Physically big. I don't even big. know who they are. But-
0: Kendall car- catastrophe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I don't I've never <laughs> seen one second of a Kardashian piece of content. Wait, Kim, I think Chloe is
1: the one I'm thinking of. Chloe. She's the one that's like kind of like physically large is what I'm saying. she owns a company. Um called good american and um i was looking i was like huh that's a good american is like i saw it pop up somewhere like was shopping and it was it had the little marker black owned business and i was like what like is she black and then turns out she has a co-founder who's who's black and now she can now she can tap into that marginalized you know
0: like income stream
1: and like free advertising to just yeah
0: well, yeah. you should be. They should. They should just have like a a service where you could just, you know, hire a black co. You could subscribe, yeah. and you have audit or any like kind of black, minority, actually,
1: maybe native.
0: Black, yes,
1: maybe queer, trans, anything. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! Hijab. Marginalized, marginalized co-founder dot com, and you can just subscribe. It's like a service. I should found and this. you you put in what you need. Yeah. Like all the different things and you say this is what I need as a as a business partner just to be like my my front, you know, my my Yeah. my uh symbolic sidekick. Yeah. Okay, I just this the 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 cultural um the 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 cultural tone deafness and just the 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 cultural illiteracy that is becoming increasingly apparent sort of across the sort of discourse uh landscape is is really pissing me off mm-hmm. like like I said I, I don't like it that people can't, uh, honestly are just willfully like they they don't see that this is well done they actively d- dismiss it or, or they're sort of like I saw a lot of people were just like really proud of the fact that they didn't care about anything about this that they didn't even know what the nutcracker was like I, I saw some tre- tweets like well what does the nutcracker have to do with Christmas <laughs> they're they're just making that up maybe i don't know i think they're just i don't know people just
1: look at things from this one lens and they can't take it off they can't take off those glasses um and look at the world in any other way but i don't think this is the majority of anybody you know i think this is just it it was the usual suspects that i saw like glomping onto this and making fun of it as if it was this terrible video or just like spoke to something deeper in the biden administration and i feel like we were just uh, mindlessly politicizing something that has nothing to do with politics really
0: but i i felt like i was seeing it among even some of like the heterodox people like maybe the sort of edgier you know black black pill okay heterodox adjacent people i don't know Mm. um although i did think it was interesting that ann coulter uh stood up for the video. She should <laughs> she, be she on the podcast. She said she likes it. We should get her on the podcast. Yeah. Just actually. just to talk about this. I bet you Ann Coulter was a was a tapper too. Yeah. As a, as a kid. I don't know, maybe. Um I mean, but the other thing is so I'm reading this I, again, like w- does anybody check anything? I, I'm reading this uh New York Post story and it says um uh it, it, it okay the the playful interpretation of the Nutcracker Suite Um, which was widely panned for its Hunger Games and Clockwork Orange aesthetic. Okay, apparently there was some Hunger Games reference. Okay. Was there? I don't don't know. know. But okay, Clockwork Orange, excuse me, New York Post reporter, I think you're thinking of Eyes Wide Shut. This has nothing to do with Clockwork Orange. Like they have these masks on, there's this kind of masked ball- um vibe going on in the video and that's from eyes wide shut which is a stanley kubrick film as is a clockwork orange but (laughs) that's totally different like i don't i don't understand like are there no editors how does this get written up or did a did a ai write this story I think there's just an audience for it. You know, it doesn't matter that it's
1: true or right or anything. It's just, there's an audience for it and they're not going to check. So it's, you know, it's just not relevant. I mean, I think I I was complaining about this in the founding members. um, Uh, Hangout happy hour in which I was the only person drinking. You didn't know that. No, I could see. I could see. Nobody else was like. No, no, they were Mm. they were being normal and playing with their babies, and I was drinking. Um, But I've I've um, looked into Patrick Deneen's book.